0: The roles we play is written and performed by me, Leanna Bertrand. Episode 14. What Binds Us? Finn and I are immediately by Amaranth's side, working on reviving her. Lucy, Sybil, and Hades hover a safe distance away, probably knowing that coming any closer will only piss Finn off. Finn shakes her, and when that doesn't work, he starts undoing the buttons on her shirt. I raise an eyebrow. What are you doing? It's nothing you haven't seen before. And you're supposed to loosen tight clothes. Apparently it helps with breathing or something. He glances over at Hades. You want to chuck a pillow over here and actually help? Hades remains impassive, but grabs a pillow off of the couch and tosses it to Finn. Okay, Emmy, proper legs up. Do you have any juice? I move to push the pillow underneath Amaranth's legs. I have orange juice. That'll work. He goes to my fridge and pours a glass and on seeing my confused expression clarifies. For when she wakes up. Unless his gaze shifts to Lucy Sybil and his eyes narrow. Did you do something to her? Lucy Sybil doesn't even bat an eye. Of course not. It must be because of the book. Finn glares at it, open on the coffee table. That stupid thing is the cause of all of our problems. But that doesn't make sense, I say. Nothing like that happened to me when I had it. Finn? No, me neither. You summoned me within moments of having it, Hades says. Emmeline, when did you summon Lucy Sybil? Within the day, I say. I was, um, using it for an audition. Finn gives me a look that says seriously, but I wave him off. Why? We don't know how long Lucy has had the book, but it has to be long enough to be losing energy, Hades says. I'd ask her, but, well, she's still unconscious, I say. I brush some hair that's fallen over Amaranth's eyes. You sound like you have an idea, though. Hades glances over at Lucy Sibyl. You said it contains its own energy? From what I've seen. Then it must be running out of energy if Lucy won't interact with it, so... It's drawing from the anchor. I snatch the book off of the coffee table, keeping only the corner lightly touching Amaranth's arm so it doesn't try to get away from me. Then we need to get this unbound from her as soon as possible. Finn comes to sit beside me with the juice, setting the glass aside on the coffee table. Say we somehow find another anchor. How do we get it to let her go? I can't answer him. It should have never come to her to begin with. She doesn't deserve this. Keeping Lucy Sybil was supposed to keep us apart. But now our paths are more intertwined than ever, and I don't want to think about why she might still be thinking of summoning a demon. What is keeping that stupid book stuck on her? She trusts me. She gave me her real name, and with that gave me something else. That behind closed doors, she doesn't have to be Lucy. She can just be Amaranth. What did I ever do to earn that trust? Overwhelmed, I set the book aside and pull her up and into my arms, just holding her. She never should have been dragged into this. Why didn't we just talk? Why do I continue to be such a fucking asshole? I don't notice Finn going through the book again until he lightly taps my knee. Anchors do have to be living beings. Humans? I ask. Doesn't specify that much. We could try with an animal, even. Animals are wildly unpredictable, Lucy Sibyl says. We won't have much control over it. It's not a bad idea, Hades says. What's the worst an animal can do with guardians like us? So what, you want to kidnap a random stray? I ask. Looks like it, Finn says. I don't know if it'll be enough to break the current bond, but it's worth a shot. He turns to Hades. You're good at finding things. Help me find a stray we can use. Then Lucy Sibyl can compel it so catching it will be easier. I've never tried that on an animal before, but I suppose there's a first time for everything. Okay, that works, I say. Then Finn can stay with Lucy and I'll go with you two. I thought you'd want to stay, Finn says. I gently lay Amaranth back down. This'll go faster if you aren't fighting with them all the time. Just stay here and make sure she's okay. Lucy Sybil comes over and pulls me towards the door, cutting off any possible argument. Finn takes my place at Lucy's side, juice in hand. Okay, I'll see you when you get back. Make sure she feels safe, I say quickly as Lucy Sybil ushers me out. The energy siphon was probably pretty scary. I will. With that, Lucy Sibyl, Hades, and I leave together. We're immediately greeted with a cold gust of wind and I shiver, regretting not layering better. Lucy Sybil curls an arm around me and suddenly warmth spreads over me. But it's coming from her, not my insides. I snuggle more into her side, wanting more of it to envelop me. Okay, how do we do this? I ask. Do you just feel it out or... Just an animal is too broad. We'll have to be specific to clear my radar, Hades says. Do we have a preference? Finn likes dogs, Hades suggests. I can see if there's one nearby. You think he'll want to adopt it? It's the safest way we can keep the book contained without hurting anyone else, right? At least until we figure out what to do with it. Let's hope I find a good match. Hades stops walking and grows still, stretching a hand out slightly. His eyes take on an electric blue glow, different from Lucy Sybil's Scarlet. If red is love, then blue must be ambition. I wonder what that says about Finn and I. You'll walk, right? I ask him. So we can come with you? Hades nods and continues to search the area. I notice that Lucy Sibyl hasn't said anything since we left. What's on her mind? Hey, I shift so I'm in front of her and curl my arms around her neck. Come here often? Lucy Sibyl gives me an amused smile and leans down to kiss me. You're very lucky you're cute. What does that mean? The way you are with Lucy makes me worry sometimes. Worry about what? Us. Oh. There's nothing there. That's not always what it looks like. I let my head fall against her chest. Are we really having this conversation here? As opposed to... Okay, fair. Look, Lucy and I weren't ever really together. We briefly had a thing and then it ended. We've been over this. You haven't slept with me. Um... That's something I'd rather talk about in private. Hades isn't listening. He's looking for a dog for Finn. Dove, I... It bothers me, alright? It's the closest you can be to someone and she's had that with you. How do I handle that? Knowing that someone else has been allowed to love you like that and I haven't. The way you two are with each other is different than the way you are with me. It didn't mean anything. It meant something to you. That's why I'm here, isn't it? I look up and see Lucy Sibyl's lower lip trembling. Oh. Oh, no, no, no. I reach up and cup her face in my hands. I kiss any part of her that I can reach, lingering on her lips longer than anywhere else. It doesn't matter what brought you here. We belong to each other now. You're everything to me, you know that. Then why won't you let me talk? Because I haven't been with anyone else in so long. I'm nervous, okay? That's why. Oh. Whatever was going on with us before, it's over. I'm with you now. I'll always have that connection to Lucy. I can't help it. Some people come into your life and carve their way into your heart. And they never really leave you. But that doesn't mean you mean any less to me. I know. I just get jealous sometimes. I mean, I won't lie, I kind of like that you do. It means that you want me. But you don't have to worry, okay? Okay. Hades suddenly takes off fast down the sidewalk, ducking underneath the skeleton of some construction project. That's our cue, I guess. The moment broken, Lucy Sybil and I run to catch up with him. I nearly hit my head on a protruding beam, but Lucy Sybil bats it out of our way as if it's nothing. Hades stops in front of what looks like a tarp covering some boxes, crates from the look of one corner poking out. He kneels down in front of it, then gingerly lifts the dusty fabric. Curled up against one of the crates, shivering and whimpering, is a big caramel-colored dog. It's dirty, underfed, and looks scared out of its mind. Hades reaches a hand up to it, but it growls and snaps at him. You want to try now? He asks Lucy Sibyl. Alright. Lucy Sybil turns her attention to the dog. Her eyes shift to a light scarlet. Come, she says. The dog cocks its head to one side, but makes no move to get up. Come, she repeats. I'm about to try my hand at coaxing it when the dog's eyes take on the same scarlet hue. It stands up and walks toward Lucy Sybil. It's eerie to look at. It's not moving like a dog would. Any natural movement has stilled and it's as if only the bare minimum of its locomotion is allowed. I keep my eyes away from it as we walk back to my apartment. Mission accomplished. Let's hope this works. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of The Roles We Play. We'll be back next week. See you then.